to the Man Up University podcast. We will be continuing on with the commands of Christ. We will continue on with Matthew 10, 16. This is the Amplified Bible version. I am sending you out like sheep in the midst of wolves. Be wary and wise, shrewd or prudent as serpents, and be innocent as doves. Jesus told his apostles that they should be like two very different animals, a serpent and a dove. What do you think he was trying to speak about that? What type of characteristics do you think he was trying to portray or impact their lives with in telling them to be like these animals? You look at what he said, I am sending you out, sending you out, like sheep, sheep in the midst of wolves. Sheep are creatures that are known for just not being very bright. They follow their master though. They listen to the voice of their master. And I think if you look at it from that standpoint, you look at how Jesus was trying to imply in sending you out like sheep, is that you're only listening to my voice because he was their shepherd. He was their teacher. He was their rabbi. He was the only one that they should listen to. And despite that, to be prepared, be ready like sheep in the midst of wolves. And if you would put or place a sheep in the midst of wolves, you can already imagine what would happen. The wolves would circle them and they would attempt to destroy them completely. So it's an interesting analogy to be a sheep in the midst of wolves. It also says to be wary and wise as serpents. Shrewd or prudent is what some versions use. And also be innocent as doves. When Jesus was being opposed by the Pharisees, he was pretty much referring to them as those ravaging wolves because they were the ones who would incite the riots. They were the ones who would cause the grief that they were causing. They, he would be the ones that would basically be going against or contrary to the doctrine that he was trying to show and, and share in terms of the gospel. The disciples' only hope in this aspect would to be to look to their shepherd, to look to Jesus, to hear his voice for protection. And it's interesting because do we, tape, do we, do we experience that type of persecution, that type of tension, that type of issue? Does it seem like we are in the midst of wolves sometimes? And when we are, do, do we act as though God has intended us to, to be wise and wary, to be shrewd as serpents, but also be innocent? And it says harmless, guileless, without falsity, or also simple. 
Do those characteristics resonate with you in any way in, in the terms of how society is out there right now? I mean, as a believer, do you feel like you're in the midst of wolves? Are you afraid of that persecution, that fallback? Are, are, are you afraid to act like a Christian or speak or refer to anything, be, be biblically Christian or be a follower of Jesus in the midst of others? Are you afraid of what they think of you? Are, they af- are you afraid that they can basically just persecute you? Oh, you're a, oh, you're a Christian, huh? Are we afraid of that? Are we afraid of what they might think of us? I always find it ironic that in the world that we live in right now, they are trying completely to remove anything with regards to the Bible or anything with God out of our schools. They're not even they're trying to remove completely Bibles out of the schools at all. But I find it so interesting that they want to remove it from schools which is where our children, our future lies. They want to remove Bibles and Bible verses and and prayer and all those types of things out of schools, which teach our children, which give them future. Yet, they encourage reading the Bible in prison. That seems counterintuitive to me. Because it would seem that if you allowed Bibles in schools and prayer in schools and, and continue to put upon them the right type of doctrine, the right type of action, the right type of activity, if you would raise them up in the right way, it would seem that they wouldn't need to have the Bible in prison because they would never end up being there. Right? So that's the type of persecution we're, we're kind of facing now. And I know we're no longer in elementary school. But the fact remains that there are people out there who are trying to remove the Bible, prayer, doctrine, the the good news from others. There is an entire wave of people who are trying to destroy and, and limit the effect of the sharing of the gospel. And I believe because of that, that's where we need to be shrewd. We need to be wise. We need to have an understanding of that, but also being innocent as doves. And and I think the point he's trying to make here is that we can't be hypocrites. We can't go out and say, yes, don't do this when we're doing it too. We can't go out and try to remove the speck out of our neighbor's eye when we got a plank in our own eye. We can't be condemning others. We have to go out there and share the truth of the gospel in love. We can't just be, oh, the truth, all truth. No, we have to do it in love. So we have to be innocent, meaning that we we don't have that guilt associated with us. And I'm not saying we have to be perfect because none of us are perfect. Only through Jesus are we perfect. Are we made perfect? Only by him living inside of us are we made perfect. But we do have to represent 
what Christ has done in our lives. And I know we struggle. I know we have difficulties and we fight this. And every single day we're supposed to put on the armor of God. And we fight that every single day. But that's why we're supposed to be innocent. You can't go and tell your brother, oh, brother, you need to stop drinking. And yet you're over here having a six pack. You can't go tell a brother, oh, you need to stop doing drugs when you're over here in the back doing drugs. You can't go tell your brother, oh, brother, you know, don't destroy your marriage by having adultery or, or, or sleeping with that, that woman. Don't do that when you're over there fooling around on your wife or on your husband. You can't say that. That's why we're supposed to be innocent, supposed to be harmless, guileless, and without falsity. We need to represent the truth. So we need to live a life by faith. Listen and be obedient to the commands that Christ has given us. And that's why we're going through these commands. We're going through these commands specifically to be reminded on a daily basis of exactly what God has intended for our lives, what kind of plan and purpose He has put us here for. And it's so important for us to be aware of the wolves in our lives. It is so important for us to be able to be shrewd at, like serpents to be able to maneuver around the situations that are difficult for others. We need to give them a path, a way to follow because we're following Jesus. And that's why we need to be innocent because he was innocent, completely innocent. Yet he bore the blunt of our sin debt upon himself, him being perfect and completely innocent. So I know we all have our different pressures that we might feel. We might feel difficulty in trying to talk with a brother or sister about God because in our heart we feel, oh, well, you know, he's never going to do it like that. Well, why don't we wait for that opportunity? Why don't we pray for them? Why don't we intercede for them and allow God to make that opportunity happen? Why don't we pray specifically for that? Why don't we pray specifically for them? What about feeling that pressure from the outside, from the world? The world has made us into a certain way because we try to conform to what the world states. And you can look based off of generations and generations, how we've changed generationally from generation to generation. And you can notice it. And you can say that, actually you can see from generation to generation, how it seems to be deteriorating in sense of moral morality. And you can tell that that's where these wolves are coming in and, and impressioning what they feel should be correct. We have many different groups of, of special interests out there that are trying to put their interests on society as a whole. And the question is, do we prefer a politically correctness about ourselves and about the way we carry ourselves because we're more concerned about what other people would think of us? Or do we still carry what the Word says? Do we still carry what God wants for our lives? Do we put that above most other things? Are you willing to risk a friendship by following God, or you are you willing to risk losing God by following a friendship? 
That's a, that's an interesting question. Have are, are you more concerned with the relationships you have with others than you have with the relationship with your father? I know it can be difficult at times. I know it can be difficult to to be called on the spot, just like Simon Peter. And he was the guy. He was the the rock. He was the one who Christ built his church upon. And he told him, Simon, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And Peter emphatically said, I will not. I will go to my grave before I do. And for those who remember what happened, that's exactly what happened. He denied him three times. So I wonder in my heart, I said, how many times have we denied him to others? How many times in the midst of wolves have we cowered under that pressure? How many times have we made decisions and choices that were not pleasing to God because of the pressure that surrounded us? How many times did we buckle and couldn't follow what God had, had wanted for our lives because of, of our own personal choices, because we wanted to please others and not our Lord and Savior. I wonder about those things. And I, I just want to challenge you and encourage you that during those times to recognize being the sheep amongst the wolves, but yet also to be wise and shrewd as serpents, but also be innocent as doves when those times are apparent, when those times are in your life. Just in before we close, in, in biblical times, the word shrewd did not have the same derogatory sense of meaning that it seems to have today. It was a positive term, meaning cautious and wise and prudent. And a serp serpent tends to adapt to its surroundings, taking on the temperature of the surface it is lying on, and it sniffs the air with its tongue. So as an impact that we have on a daily basis, we can easily change the temperature in a room. We can change it in either direction. We can warm it up or we can cool it down. The decision is up to us. There was a funny sign that I remember having at my grandfather's shop was, everybody brings joy to the room, some by entering others by leaving which one are you i like to close out in prayer again today father god thank you for the opportunity to serve you thank you for the opportunity to fellowship and gather together and listen to your word and follow your commandments thank you for your grace that you've given us. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for the blessings that you've bestowed upon us on every single day of life as you've added to our lives through your love. Father God, thank you for this commandment of being as shrewd as serp serpents, and thank you for the awareness of being amongst the wolves. Allow us to identify the wolves that are in our midst, and yet we still are obedient to you, yet we still are innocent as doves, 
Convict us, Father, of those things. Convict us when we're standing amidst that pressure to conform to what society wants us to, Father, that we can stand firm on your truth, that you will strengthen us to be able to have the resolve to stand firm on what your word says and not buckle under what society's pressure offers. Father God, I, I ask that you convict us all now as we're praying to you, as we're looking to you for guidance and support and wisdom, that you bring to mind the things that we specifically struggle with. You bring to mind these opportunities where we've been placed in, where we haven't been able to stand strong, and, and you convict us of that so that way we can be reminded to stand strong on your word and stand firm by faith. Bring the truth to our hearts, Heavenly Father. Bring the wisdom that is divine only from you that we will apply it to our lives today and every single day that follows. Father God, be a part of our life. Be a part of our daily journey. Remind us of putting on that armor of God every single day because the enemy does not take a day off. There's not one vacation day there. He doesn't leave us alone, Father God. So strengthen us during those trials and those temptations. Allow us to walk away. Allow us to stand firm and resist the devil, and we know that he will flee from us. Thank you, Jesus, for your death to give us the power to overcome and give us victory over all things, over the world, and even unto death. Father, we just thank you for all the great blessings that you've done in our lives and in our hearts and will continue to do. Thank you for the men and women who are listening now. Thank you for the men and women that they are going to be. Thank you for their purpose and for their plan that you are working in them even up to now. Continue to follow that work in them as well as myself. Continue to strengthen them and guide them in wisdom and love and take them to where they need to be. Draw them closer in intimacy. Embrace them wholeheartedly and comfort them. Give them the peace that surpasses understanding, Father. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys for coming out again and listening. I always appreciate the support. If you have any questions or you'd like to get in contact with us and with regards to the men's ministry, you can go ahead and give us a, a, a ring. Um, the number is found on the website at manupuniversity.org. If you want to find us on Facebook or social media, Facebook is The Man Up University. On Instagram, you can find us at man underscore up underscore university. On Twitter, you can find us at you man up you. Uh, so please come on out, share, comment, like. We'd love to get to know you guys better. Send your prayer requests in. We have a group of guys that are really anxious and excited about praying for you. We understand that what how strongly prayer is needed to intercede for other brothers and sisters and encourage them completely. So we're willing to do that for you. We're willing to do life with you together. We just appreciate you guys so much. Please keep coming out and listening. It's just a, a, a such a, a blessing for us to know that the, that the Word of God is being disseminated all over the world. And we just really appreciate it. Uh, you guys coming out so remember all the things that we said you know be aware of being in the midst of wolves be as shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves so you guys have a blessed rest of your day and we'll see you guys later